The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. That's right, Serena Bellissimo, presenter of the Bellissimo Files podcast, is with me. And given the week that's in it, Oscars week, fingers and toes crossed all over the land for <laughs> Irish glory this weekend. Serena is going to talk about some memorable moments from Oscars gone by. Yeah, Serena, I, we have to start with the slap, don't we? We the have most to. Memorable from the most recent ceremony. It, it really was. I think you know they, this ceremony goes from in Irish time. It's Monday morning, one a.m. till about four a.m. Right, so you're getting till about two thirty, three o'clock, and you're going, "I'm no." Come on, let's finish this. And then all of a sudden, Chris Rock takes to the stage to pre- present best, doc- best documentary film. And I he starts. Seen the breast documentary. <laughs> you haven't seen that one. No, that no. one's coming out next. That's a, that's a, <laughs> a that's a new category. Award show. Yeah. The breast documentary films sponsored by anyway. <laughs> well, this is sort of what led to this bust up anyway, because you know Chris Rock was on stage. He was doing a bit where he was talking about Jada uh, Pinkett Smith. We know now that she has alopecia. He was going on about her hair. All of a sudden, like it was so uncomfortable. I didn't know. You know. You're thinking, am I watching a bit? I I was convinced it was a bit. Me too, because all of a sudden, Will just takes to the stage and he goes and there is an enormous whack and you're just going, wow, that sounds like it connected and it did connect. And then Chris Rock just keeps going, (laughs) Will Smith just slapped me. And then the audience is looking really confused and then he comes back and Chris goes on and I couldn't play the clip because I still feel really uncomfortable watching it. But, like, he's like, get my wife out of your bleeping mouth. And he just kept going on and on. You're sitting there going, why isn't anyone doing anything about this? It was so weird. But but what was worse was you knew that the best Oscar was coming, the best actor was coming. And you knew that it was more than likely that Will Smith was going to accept the best actor award. He did. And then he got up and he did his speech and he tried to get tearful about, you know, the speech and you're just sitting there. So as a result of this, the Oscars now have a crisis management committee. Okay. And apparently they have run through every potential crisis that they think they may face. But like, what? Like, I'm thinking, what are they thinking they may face? And you could never have predicted that someone would have gone up and slapped Chris Rock. So Will Smith, is he banned now? Ten years. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, they, they recognise themselves. Been, a bit of a dose. A little bit, yeah. And look, the the thing is, um, what's his name? Chris Rock came out recently with his Netflix speci- special oh, yeah. so selective how, outrage. How, what was his take on all this? So basically he was saying, not word for word, but he was saying that, you know, there, there was beef going on. But do you remember at the time, they, the Smiths were all over the press because Jada had come out and said, you know, I had an, had an affair with my son's best friend. And yes. then she brought Will Smith to her podcast, The Red Table, and then they discussed it. So and they she were, interviewed him. And yeah. she basically interviewed her husband the- about the fact that she had committed adultery with their son's friend. Like, hello. No, I would never make it to the table, I can tell you now. But what had happened was everyone was sort of making fun of that. And I think that Chris Rock was the final straw. Okay. It was just like, people need to so be quiet Will, now. So Will just felt so emasculated. Yeah, completely. It manifested itself in this ridiculous... Completely. But look, that's not the only – the slap is the only physical altercation that there has been at the Oscars. But this year, Jimmy Kimmel is returning. Okay. The last time – this is his third time presenting. The last time he presented was 2018 when we had the big La La Land moonlight mistake. Do you oh, remember stop. that one? Yeah, they read out the wrong – which – sorry – 
Which one actually won? So they read out La La Land. But it didn't win Best It movie. didn't win. And I, I was watching it back this morning and I just, <laughs> I cringed because they're, they're, they're actually, they've done speeches and they're in the middle of their speech and stuff. And then I don't know how they realise, but, you know, someone comes up and in the middle of his speech, the I think it was one of the directors or producers was like, J'adore maman and papa. We didn't win. It wasn't us. It was Moonlight. And you could just see the crowd going, what? If you look at Emma Stone's face, just just like what what's going on, and it was and it was really sad because this should have been the moment for Moonlight. It was such an important picture, and it was like they they lost their moment. Then it was it, there was a mad scramble, and it was just yeah. Well, and look, that's part of the reason why they brought Jimmy Kimmel back as well because they've said you know last year it was Amy Schumer, Wanda Sykes, and Regina King. I'm going to say. Mm. And they don't really have live TV um, experience. When this happened, Jimmy Kimmel was the first one onto the stage because he realised he was mic'd up. He probably should have done something. So they're hoping that if anything goes wrong this year, Jimmy Kimmel will crisis. just jump. That's yeah. the crisis committee kicking into gear. Even if they read out the right name on paper, though, there's no guarantee they can do that correctly. Let's take a listen to John Travolta. Here to perform the Oscar-nominated, gorgeously empowering song, Let It Go, from the Oscar-winning animated movie Frozen, Please welcome the wickedly talented one and only Adele Dazim. <laughs> Sorry. That's terrible. Was there a problem there with our audio clip? What, what happened at the end of that, Serena? <laughs> it's so awful. Hey, and it wasn't what even close. What name did he try and say? He was trying to say, I, I, now I'm going to get it wrong because oh, I'm under pressure. God. Idina Menzel, right? He said what had happened was that they had tried to write it phonetically for him and then he just... You know, he read the teleprompter. Like, that doesn't even sound phonetically like Idina Menzel. I think he was about to say a name and he, he nearly said India because that's what everyone... Possibly. That's, that's what your brain yeah. tricks you into thinking her name is India. Would have been better. And he just panicked and he mumbled. Oh, and she said... You know, but it's the fact that he went the wickedly <laughs> uh, funny. It's, it's all it kind of... He, it kind of betrayed this... And um, this idea that, well, we're really good friends, you know? Yeah, completely. Well, I and, don't actually know her name. And look, Idina Menzel was in the background going, oh my gosh, this is my moment. No, it's not. Now what's going on? But then she oh. went, she became even more famous because yeah. of that slip up. But look, the Oscars for me sometimes are about the acceptance speeches and okay. there have been some phenomenal ones. We have to talk about um, Jennifer Lawrence. It wasn't phenomenal, but. She was such a great sport. She won in 2022 for Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, yeah. She, she tripped up the stairs. Like, usually you trip down the stairs. Yes. She tripped up the stairs on her way to accepting that. And she was she was so good about it. The audience actually gave her a standing ovation. She was like, the only reason why you're doing this is because I tripped up the stairs. Yeah. Um, another one, he didn't trip up the stairs. I really, really love This is my all-time favourite acceptance speech. Roberto Benini for oh, Life is Beautiful. Climbing over the backs of chairs and everything, it was wasn't really, it? It was brilliant from the minute that Sophia Loren announced Best Foreign Film. And she says, Life is... But she didn't even say Life is Beautiful. She went... Roberto! And then he jumps up and he starts jumping over stairs and he starts jumping up the stairs to the, the podium and then he gave the most beautiful speech about love and being enveloped by love. It was just, it was just such a beautiful moment and I'm really hoping that the Irish have this moment for best foreign film with On Colleen Kuhn. Like, wouldn't that be beautiful? It would be absolutely amazing. And like I say, everybody has fingers and toes crossed. I mean, there's some blubbering speeches as well. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, do you remember that? She didn't deserve it for Shakespeare in Love. But this is one of my favourites. The speech itself isn't great, but I love when Kate Winslet did this. Okay, take a listen. 
I'd like to thank some of the people along the way who had faith in me. Um, my friends and my family, especially my mum and dad, who are in this room somewhere. Dad, whistle or something, because then I'll know where you are. <laughs> yeah! Oh, that Isn't was nice. that brilliant? Because yeah. that was like she'd been nominated for five Academy Awards. She'd never won. Do you remember she did the um, the TV show Extras with Ricky Gervais, where yeah. she, you know, she played was it a nun, a Nazi nun? She said, and they joked about it and they went, "I need to play a role like this in order to win an Oscar." <laughs> and then she basically lived it in real life. Um, I, I love moments like that, and you know that moment there just brought us back to the whole. They're just normal people like us. The Come parents on. are. The, the parents, but her calling out to her, her mum and dad. I'm not sure, Serena, in a conversation that started with the story about Jada Plinkett-Smith oh, interviewing her husband <laughs> about her affair with their son's <laughs> friend should really end with us talking about how the fact that they're just no, they're normal people like you and I. Well, look, maybe they're not, but I'm hoping that the Meskels will be there on Sunday night, Monday morning, our time, and we get to see their reaction. When I don't know if Paul's going to win, but even just a bit, can you imagine being a parent in the audience hearing your son's name getting mentioned for best picture, for uh, best actor? Listen, we just we have so much talent. Yeah. Uh, so, so many who are nominated, and it's great. It's brilliant to be nominated, but ah. Uh, Great to come home with a bit of silverware or uh, gold. Gold, yes, you want the gold. You don't want the silver in this case. No, <laughs> no. Listen, best of luck, uh, dude. Then we've got a special on the show uh, on Friday. We're going to hear uh, from some of those who have been nominated. We're going to talk to other people involved in the industry, people involved in those productions, those exact productions, uh, the likes of the Banshees of Inishir and, and others as well. Uh, after six o'clock on Friday. In the meantime, Serena Bellissimo, presenter of the Bellissimo Files podcast. Thank you. We'll talk to you again at the same time next week. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.